Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our Nameless Podcast that we're still waiting to see what you guys want to name it. But we're back with another episode. I know that we kind of left you... I mean, I mean, I don't know. Some people wanting more. Some people were like, who the heck are these guys? <laughs> some were like, okay, I need to know more because... I might be in the same situation, but... Or somewhere like, that was too much. <laughs> that was too real. <laughs> but um, we're back to tell you a lot more. Because again, my purpose is to help a bunch of you all. A bunch of men. To get the marriage that... Not the marriage that we have, but just improve their marriages. Because we thought we had a good marriage. Until we <laughs> we knew what a good marriage was. Which is what we have now. I mean, I I think like a good marriage is depending on everyone's perspective. Mm -hmm. But still a good marriage is what you want. Mm -hmm. Your I kind of we, good marriage. I believe we have a great marriage. <laughs> like it's not the average marriage. Mm -hmm. It's not because we're going to be together forever. Because time doesn't really... Time doesn't really, it's not a good tell point. Mm -hmm. May or may not be, but at least to me, time isn't, isn't a good source to say like, oh, that was, that's been a good marriage. Mm -hmm. That just means they've stuck yeah, together. Yeah, because a lot of people think that, okay, people that have been married for 50 years. They have the secret. They have the secret. They have the perfect marriage. But as we found out, meeting those kind of people that have been married for many years, like, I wouldn't have wanted a marriage like they did. Yeah. Or like they had. Yeah. So we're going to get deeper. If you thought last episode was pretty deep, we're going to get deeper into it. You get deep. <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we tell you guys to watch the other episodes of our past podcast. They were very surface level. Some we did get pretty deep or we got very like emotional about them. But we didn't get deep as to like why we were emotional about those things that we talked about mm -hmm. and this one we we're gonna get deep i'm scared <laughs> you ready so where do we live left off we left off at um where did we leave off we left off at um i think we were about to get deeper into yeah, the journey that we of, yeah you, the journey of like you working out and then starting on your mental health mm-hmm yeah, I guess to go deeper into that as far as like provide details to people. As far as like what were my demons, what were my traumas, what did I go through that really affected me? Uh, going back to what I mentioned of growing up without a dad. Mm. Well, sorry. <laughs> before but, we get into it. Yeah, before we get into it, <laughs> why, like I have a question. Mm-hmm why am i here what do you mean yeah because like obviously what you do is you help men right mm -hmm. and you're in a podcast with your wife mm -hmm. why is that why because i think at least for as a married man mm-hmm you can say, I'm a great husband. The only way that you can prove that 
is your wife believing that you are a great husband? Yeah. Because, like, I think that in some sense, a lot of men are very, like, if they just hear you Mm -hmm. saying, like, my wife thinks this, my wife thinks that, and they're like, whatever. Yeah, I could be making it up. (laughs) <laughs> like he doesn't even have a wife yeah he's single <laughs> <laughs> he says he has he has he has he says he has four children he probably doesn't even have any children you know what i mean like i do think that was important um because a lot of men are very like they don't like to listen to other mm-hmm. men yeah, like, I was thinking about it today, uh, like, what's my big, humongous, impossible goal that I can reach? Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, like, make the divorce rate 0%. Mm, I like that. It's impossible, but I'm still going to work at it. Mm-hmm. Because, I, w- I mean, first of all, I, w- I felt called to do it. But secondly, it's, a, I mean, over... Over 50% of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. That's not even counting relationships of not married people. That's sad. And to me, it's like, okay, well, if I can help those men save their marriage, then why not? Like, I always tell people that I would be the biggest prick in the world if I didn't share what I did to save our marriage. Mm -hmm. And I just kept it to myself. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, we felt like we weren't in a, like, the worst spot Mm -hmm. where a lot of marriages are, Mm -hmm. where they're already at, like, the breaking point. But we would have gotten there. Yeah. We would have gotten there at any moment. Mm -hmm. And then, you know. We wouldn't be making this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't be back. Yep. But yeah, that's technically... I mean, that's not why you're here. It's You're here because we work great as a team. <laughs> oh, now you say that. What do you mean? I know we work great as a team. Yeah. That's where you're the CEO. <laughs> but it's also like the thing that's going to prove to men like okay this guy knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. is the fact that you're the i guess testimonial mm. and what do you think about those men that think that i wear the pants in the relationship <sighs> i would agree if we were still back to if i was still the person that i used to be you think so back then yeah because i was babe i was a people pleaser I did everything to please you. Well, avoid. Yeah, not everything. Unless I truly believed it. And I was like, no, this is like... The, we, exactly. This, give me the pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> so then who wore the pants? In those moments, I did. <laughs> However, most of the time, it, like you led our family. Because to me, to me, I, be, um, I guess I became kind of like the, the statistical man, the average man. In the sense of, like, I just went to work, I came home, I did what I 
needed to do. I did a little sprinkle of this to improve our relationship, a little sprinkle of this to improve our finances, a little sprinkle of this to improve my mentality and my, my physical health. But it was just that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was like you do everything else. Like, let me just focus on these few things and you lead everything else. Mm. So I would agree back then, like, yeah, you wore the you wore the pants. Now I know that I wear the pants because back then I was afraid of you. What? <laughs> Not so much afraid. <clears throat> excuse me. Not so much afraid of you, but our communication wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. as it is now. Yeah. Where I could have. Yeah. So I know what you mean now, but yeah, explain. Because then people are gonna be like, "Well, did she hit him?" Or no. No, but it was <laughs> just like whooped them. I would tell you something, and you would take it a certain way mm-hmm. that I wasn't intentional about. And it turned into a whole argument and I just felt like a crappy husband and a crappy father because it was like you took it as a shot and you felt like you needed to, to attack back. Mm-hmm. And get defensive. Yeah. And I didn't want to deal with that. So I would just keep a lot of things to myself. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, at the same time, you would like complain to me like you never open up. You never tell me <laughs> things like tell me stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish I could. <laughs> So that's where I became like a lower, lower part of me to accommodate that of you. Mm-hmm. But again, that's where through the transformational journey that I went through and healing journey, that's where I became more confident in who I am and who I truly was called to be. And I wasn't going to let anybody, including you, get in the way of that. And that's where, I guess, we came at a crossroads where you knew I wasn't going to shake away from this. Yeah. And you either had to accept it or not like it and escape. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you learned to accept it. <laughs> well, yeah, because in a marriage, like, like, I didn't grow up with, you know knowing what a healthy marriage was mm-hmm. right so like i ha- yeah like but i feel like it's not about who wears the pants in the relationship it's mm. about you were one leg and i were the other kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean because yeah. it, like there's times where i'm like no like no like it has to be this way mm-hmm and if you were that kind of man, because in like, you know, in life, people are like, no, well, the man that wears the pants is more like makes the decisions and this and that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in a marriage it's like, OK, let's talk about it mm-hmm. and let's figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's not just you who decides because you wear the pants in the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's both of us being like, okay, we're deciding this together and we go with it. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Yeah, now we do that. 
back then it was um like like i mentioned it wasn't healthy communication yeah and i think a lot of men um are stuck in that place where i was where their wife is telling him you need to open up more you need to like let me know what's going in your head like tell, talk to me about your emotions and men are thinking like i wish i could mm. but the way that it's going to come out right now it's going to sound like i'm attacking you and because a lot of women are not ready to hear it they feel attacked and then they attack back mm-hmm. so the man doesn't feel heard and that's where i learned like that whenever I came to you and I told you my stuff that you didn't like, I knew that I had to come forward with it. Not expecting you to hear me or see me. Mm. And much more of expecting expecting myself to hear myself and see myself and have that space for me. And that's where a lot of that gets lost. Mm. Where... Husbands do want to open up and they try to open up, but they're expecting like their wife to reciprocate in a certain way. When the case is like, no, you need to create a space for you and you hold your own. And you don't let whatever attack your wife is trying to throw at you get in there. Yeah. Because you're holding space for you. But if you're expecting someone else to hold space for you and then they attack you, then that space that you wanted them to create vanishes and now you feel attacked and you don't feel heard or seen mm-hmm. by anybody including yourself i mean <laughs> <laughs> i feel like men have to be at a very high level to understand that mm-hmm. um just because supposedly men don't like to talk about their emotions and their feelings Mm -hmm. so those men that are like well i don't really like to talk about it anyway Mm -hmm. and my wife knows that Mm -hmm. so she doesn't force me to do it how do you think that affects that relationship same thing that i mentioned last podcast is ignorance is not bliss just because you decide to not talk about them or express them in a healthy way doesn't mean that they don't affect you. Mm-hmm. And I say that because we lived it. I lived it. Where suppressing my emotions doesn't mean that your emotions are kept shut. Before we had a bunch of like breaking points where it just we just suppressed so much to the point we couldn't take it anymore and we just popped. Like when? <laughs> We had a lot. Give me an example. Did. Give you an example. Can you think of one? Well you, well, you were just so stressed and overwhelmed and you felt like I wasn't helping. And it just boiled down to a point of like... Like you, you would throw everything that I hadn't done in that time mm. at me. Yeah. Like you don't do this, you don't do that, you haven't done this. Mm-hmm. You told me you were going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you see a lot of tiktoks nowadays about that where like oh you tell your husband to do this Mm -hmm. and he doesn't get up in 10 seconds Mm -hmm. then you go do it kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
And the man's like, well, I was going to do it in six months. Mm. But I was going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of the idea. (laughs) But it was like, those things were also me. I was like, I'm... Because you know that I went through cycles. Mm-hmm. The last one being when I quit my job in 2021. But that was in the first cycle that I went through. I went through it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Cycles of depression, of like not wanting to do anything, but feeling like crap. And then have a cycle of like, okay, let's go ahead and run. Start working out, start doing all this. Like where I woke up, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um. But yeah, it was just like those things where because I suppressed so much out of fear, it did not help our marriage. It actually made it worse. Mm -hmm. But we sugarcoated it with all this personal development that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Of like, okay, well, our marriage is always great. (laughs) We're still together, so it's always great. We have kids, so it's great. (laughs) We have date night, so it's great. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, through the journey that I went through, I learned to see the truth that, yeah, we were not at risk of divorce yet, but our marriage could have been way better, like how it is now, to where now I can come to you. I mean, we talk, you know that we talk a lot now, mm-hmm. like a bunch, like every day <laughs> for hours. Yeah, and it, it like... <laughs> I think, like, people won't understand that because, you know, nowadays marriages are like the wife goes to work, the husband goes to work, they mm-hmm. come home, this and that. And people don't understand that we spend 24-7 together. Like, yeah. we go everywhere together. So it's kind of, it's kind of like we, yeah, we've been together for 10 years but if you accumulate the time compared to other couples, it is it's way like way more. Way more. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, essentially, it could be like 20 years mm-hmm. because of how much time we spend together. So we've got. We've been able to learn, mm-hmm. you know, all of this in a short amount of time because people can be like, well, they're still young. It's only been 10 years. We've been married for 15, 20. We've known each other since high school. We met in college, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But have you communicated with your spouse the way that we communicate with each other? Yep. You know what I mean? Cause that, that's why I say time is not a good indicator of mm-hmm. of a good relationship. Just because you've been together for 20 years doesn't really mean you know the person. Mm-hmm. How many friendships have we had for years and they do something and we were like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> He was never that type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being intentional about the what you do together and the time that you spend together is is important, like how we are. Um, and I think that's what served served us because, like you mentioned, yeah, we could have been fifty years together, both of us working, but really the time that we had was what five hours a day but mm-hmm. since we have kids it would, it would shorten it to the time that we spend trying to go to bed <laughs> after the kids go to bed and then the weekends if anything mm-hmm. but if we accumulate the time 
to a couple who's been together for 20 years but working all the time to compared to us i'm sure the minutes will and hours will add up for us to have more time than than others yeah as far as being together but yeah i know we went on a tangent mm -hmm. there because we didn't really talk about the deep stuff <laughs> i mean we, were, we went pretty deep mm -hmm. but I, i think we're gonna ease them into it because it's <laughs> pretty deep it's <laughs> so maybe on the next episode because <laughs> i like i just i feel like are men really ready to hear it because the women clap like you say like they yeah, share your on stuff facebook. <laughs> on facebook they're like yes yes yeah sending it to their husbands or their boyfriends i'm or that whatever. guy and i'm not sorry for it you know but then men are like who the heck is this guy like yeah. what's he talking about You know what I mean? Like, looks like the wife wears the pants in the relationship. Yeah, when men get, when men engage with my posts, at least on Facebook, it's been like, wait till you're 20 years into your relationship. Well, till you're 15 years into your relationship. And then come back to me and tell me the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I just respond with, with empathy and love because I know what it's like to be in their position a lot of those men are single right now. So I'm like, well, I can't ask you for help, clearly. <laughs> so let me go ahead and just, you know what? Plant this positive seed in your head. Because you could have had the marriage of your dreams. Yeah. You just chose not to. Or do, you just you just chose not to do the, the right things or the things that you needed to do to have it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that because I feel like that was a huge indicator of who you are. Mm -hmm. um, you've always wanted to be better, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And I feel like everybody always wants to be better, but wanting and taking action is different mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of people don't take action. But you always wanted to make things better between us you wanted to be better you wanted to be a better father and i was always like okay again again like here we go <laughs> you just want to make everything better when i feel like it's good you're like nope it's to get better mm -hmm. and i was like i'm tired like why do you always want more mm -hmm. remember like we would have yeah. those conversations like it's never good enough for you mm -hmm. right but then You were always the one to be like, our marriage could be better. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Like, why? Why? Why did you think it like, it could be better? Um, at least from what I've learned, not only from everything that I've consumed, but also from life is that the only way to happiness is to constantly improve yourself. Mm. And I learned it through other people and I learned it through myself as well. Like at the gym, I could never be as fit as I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. I knew I could always get better. In our marriage, I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, we're good right now, but I know that it can be better. What, what little 1% thing can we do to make our marriage better in business people 
who sell their companies, they're like, okay, well, I have so much money right now, but I stopped doing the work and I feel like crap. Mm. Like everybody's looking to always get better and not stay stagnant or plateau. So I just, I guess, dove deeper into it and put that mindset into the areas that were very important to me. Mm. Kind of like thinking thinking that like the those top athletes like michael jordan what made he wasn't more talented than any other basketball player he wasn't more athletic but he did little tweaks here and there and then pay attention to them intentionally mm. to become the greatest ever it could have been something that had nothing to do with basketball and it had to do like no you need to improve your relationship mm. you need to improve your marriage because You're doing all the right things athletically and basketball and you have the talent and everything, but your marriage is affecting your game right now. It could have been this, the pillow that you sleep on. It could have mm. been the clothes that you wear. It could, whatever it may be, but those little things. The way you cut your toenails. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very random, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, okay, if you cut your toenail... And then you have an ingrown nail, and then you're playing. And then you're yeah. playing, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it's something that people won't pay attention to, but it could possibly affect the way you play. Mm -hmm. So, like, the same thing. Things that, you know, we didn't take care of for ourselves, it affected our marriage. Mm -hmm. Even the smallest things. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what drove me. I mean, I've always been driven to get better and improve. Mm -hmm. Yes, before it was like, I, I'm not enough and I'll never be enough. So that's why I need to continue improving so that I can go ahead and feel like I'm enough. But now it's like, it went from doing it out of pain and fear to doing it out of, that's who I truly am and, and out of love. Mm-hmm. And that's where I do it now. Because to me, it was like, okay, I know that I'm a great husband. But who am I truly? Is this, this is where I stop being a good husband? This is where, like, this is the limit? Or can I be better? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, yeah, I can always be better. So what would you say to, like, women who their husbands are not like that? Because you're one of a kind, babe. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you're seriously, like, one of a kind. Not mm -hmm. a lot of men are willing to you know bring it to light and be like okay like we need to better this we need to better that you mm -hmm. know what do you say to those women that their husbands are like that that they don't really that they're the wives are the ones that are like you need to be better but the man's like well i'm already good mm -hmm. <laughs> i feel like kind of like how i was Where mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is how I am and I'm never going to change. You either like it or not. Mm -hmm. You either stick with me or you don't. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how men are. Because mm -hmm. I was essentially raised by a very macho man. Mm -hmm. Most of my life, I was raised that way. Right? Um, even going with like my uncles and stuff, it's like, You don't let men tell you what to do. You don't let men change you. 
But I feel like that's how men are. Like, I'm not going to change. So the wives are like, well, he's never going to change. Hmm. I would say, I guess, do the same thing that I did. But I guess on the female version of things. I don't know. And what I mean by that is you grow you. Hmm. Let your husband see how good of a wife you are. That he feels lesser because of how good you are. And I know that sounds kind of like egotistical in a sense, maybe. Like making your husband feel lesser. Don't do it for that intention, though. <laughs> do it because you know you can be better as a wife. Mm -hmm. Because you can be better as a woman. And... Through that journey, your husband seeing you get better, he will start like, okay, well, I need to pick up my pace. Like, I need to catch up. Because in a sense, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And you rose to the occasion. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I, I noticed how different you were being and it excited me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was excited because I was like, oh, wow, like, he's he's so much better like he's doing this he's doing that and i was like i need to do more i need to do i want to like i want to be at that level yeah i don't want to be left behind mm -hmm. so i feel like that's like the perfect answer because even if it's you know the husband who needs to see it like i think it works good both ways mm-hmm You know what I mean? Like, you did all the work, and then I came forward. Whereas, like, she can do all the work, and then he'll come forward. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean it in the sense of, like, okay, if he's not growing, I'm going to leave him. Mm -hmm. Because that's not the answer. Don't, like, don't have that expectation that because you're growing, he has to. Because then he won't, I feel. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, like if you're you're improving yourself, expecting somebody else to improve along with you, then now you're now you're doing something that is good for you and placing it on somebody else. Meaning that in order for you to improve, they need to improve, mm. which is not the case. That's that's the thing that I didn't do with us that I improved. So that you can improve. I was like, no, I need to improve. I need to improve as a man, as a husband, as a father. And it just led to all the fruitful life that we have now. But my intention was never to like, okay, well, my wife needs to improve too. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, how can I improve? And how can I help her improve if she wants to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you were never like, well, I listened to 10 podcasts today. How many did you listen to? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you were never like, okay, well, I'm meditating every day. I've been meditating for six weeks. Mm -hmm. How many times have you meditated? I've been working out for three months. How many times have you worked out? Like you were never keeping count of what I was and wasn't doing to grow myself. You were just, like, leading the way. Mm -hmm. So I saw and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I would talk to you about it. Like, whenever I read something that like mm -hmm. impacted me so good, 
the first the first minute that you woke up, I was like, "Hey, babe, this is what I learned. Today. <laughs> this is what I learned about myself today." <laughs> and then I talked to you the, like for hours about it. Mm-hmm. So it's using, not using, but having that essence of yourself, like that you're excited about growing, and you're talking about what you're learning to your partner, where they begin to see like, man, like like. They're really picking up on something, and mm-hmm. I can see the change that that they're making. And I need, like, you have to make it attractive. And the the wrong way to do it is by like, hey, come on, let's go. I'm like, no, don't don't do that. It's you through your own journey of growth. And yes, talking about it, but in the sense of like of ex- of excitement and joy and happiness that's what attracts the moth to the flame mm-hmm. and through that through osmosis per se your husband or your wife will come along with you because that's what happened to you because you didn't go through the same journey that i did you mm-hmm. didn't listen to hundreds of podcasts <laughs> you didn't read a ton of books like i did but through me growing and me learning through what I went through and me talking to you about those things, you also kind of, I led you to where you, to the point of that we are right now in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I would say to those wives. Like, don't worry about your husband growing, like worry about you growing. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the husbands. Yeah. Yeah, because the same thing like if they start you know getting better and then like they're like well my wife isn't doing anything that also leads people to separate yeah separate resentment anger like oh it's because of you that i didn't become the person that i created that i was meant to be mm-hmm. and that's not the case like the person that you're meant to become it's 100 percent on you nobody else like yeah there's going to be life obstacles that get in the way but they're there so that you can overcome them and figure out a way to still be the person you were created to be despite those things mm-hmm. i agree i mean I, I feel like this talk gave like something for them to think about so i don't know what do you think should yeah. we cut it yeah we'll leave it off there Again, these these podcasts are going to be really good compared <laughs> to the other ones. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I guess on the next one, we can dive into... More of this. More, more <laughs> of this. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good, guys. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye. <laughs>